0: Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Sector 4. Switching it up. I'm doing the intro this time. Totally for shenanigans. Keegan's going to edit it out later. Yep. We're going over the Australian Grand Prix. What a weekend it was. Keegan, what is your number one takeaway from this race?
1: Steven, my number one takeaway from this race is that Nicholas Latifi is still a hazard. Actually, I I have two. I have two takeaways. Sorry. My second takeaway is that Aston Martin is astronomically terrible and they should be removed from the sport. It is embarrassing. Just embarrassing.
0: My number one takeaway is everybody loves to joke about George and points. (laughs) And I would totally say that his first podium for Mercedes completely overshadowed by Albon getting points in a Williams yeah. on his third race.
1: <laughs> so it took George what three years in a Williams to even get a podium, and it wasn't even re- or sorry points was it yeah. points points and
0: like it was in it was in Hungary when everybody crashed.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, and then it takes Albon literally three races when he goes. Yeah, we got a point, dude. They made a banner for him back at the Williams factory to say good job. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. It happens. Um, It happens. Listen, it's huge points for for Williams. Um, Huge point. point. Yeah, point. (laughs) I think it should emphasize that. Huge point. Um, I I mean, good on them. Granted, I don't know if he would have got that had the other, well, if two of the people who DNF'd uh, had finished. But... Regardless, it's still a point, so we can't really take that away from them. So the difference um, between
0: Lewis Hamilton and Alexander Albon is Albon knew that tenth place provided one point. <laughs> he didn't have to ask.
1: <laughs> he didn't have to ask. God,
0: that pissed me off.
1: I'm still mad about that. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, Steve, would you like to lead, or would you like me to lead today?
0: No, you can lead. You you, you do all the lead? work. It'd be it'd be rude of me just to take heed of it.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, we're going to start um with the number 1 team, the best team currently, and I'm not being sarcastic or ironic in saying that Ferrari had a great weekend, kind of um Leclerc wins again. I have in brackets he's so good, um genuinely impressing me this year. I am I'm shocked at how Good, he's done the first couple of races, uh, coming out with another 25 points. He's now sitting in the 26 lead, points, was, fastest lap. Sorry, 26, right? Oh, yes, he made that very clear on the last lap. He's like, Do we have fastest lap? Can I go for fastest lap? And they're like, You already have the fastest lap. And he went, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he didn't go <laughs> for it again. He um, did, he got it on the
0: last lap again.
1: No, did he really?
0: Pretty sure he did. Yeah, oh. I saw the purple flag go for it on his lap when he finished his last lap. All
1: right, well, I. This is what I get for not staying up to watch the race. I yeah. don't know everything that happened. Um, he's sitting at 71 points right now. Um, I think he's running away from it. Um, so good on Charles. I don't. I honestly don't know if there's a whole lot to talk about with him just because he's been so good. He was 20 seconds up on Perez uh, at the end of the race. So um, just great strategy all around. Great car. It's so reliable. It's so fast. Um, and personally, I don't see how they they don't. He right was already,
0: like, this. 17, 19 seconds ahead yeah. before the safety car. Like, that That's guy probably would... If there was if there was no virtual safety car, no safety car at all, that guy probably would have been a minute ahead by the end of the race.
1: Well, he lapped six drivers, five drivers. Five, and he almost lapped six. He almost yeah. lapped Lance as well. Um, like, just disgustingly good. I, I assume at this point that it's going to last and good on them, I hope it does last I'm hoping that something doesn't go wrong mid-season and then it starts tanking, um, and Like, we kind of saw that a little bit with Signs, but not really. Um, He obviously had a big off on uh, lap two uh, at the exit of turn 10. He kind of went through the grass instead of taking the sixth all the way through. That uh, still bothers me
0: because I would call that solely because he was starting on hards. And every team knows that the warm-up on the hards is really bad. And every time somebody starts on hards, they struggle and they lose too many positions off the start. So I don't yeah. know why Ferrari dropped the ball on that, which does make me worry a little because when it comes to strategy, Ferrari yeah. is kind of the team that just drops the ball.
1: Yeah, but it, it also kind of reinforces the the notion of they definitely have a number one driver now. And I think people were saying <laughs> last year, yeah, well, think about it. Last year it was like, oh, who's the number one? Well, we don't know. Like Carlos and Charles are both really good. You know, they're both world championship material. Um, I kind of think they might be starting to play favorites a little bit and then trying out the other strategies on signs and like rightfully so but i think it might put them in a bad spot and yeah like, what, do, what do you think span. about that yeah
0: from a team standpoint they're doing like they're making the right call keep your guy mm-hmm. ahead try everything with the other guy because it doesn't matter that much but in yeah. terms of like your driver pairing and your drivers getting along yeah it's gonna make a little bit of uh, a clash later on but right you'd you we won't know that until we get a race where signs is ahead or signs has a quicker pace right which right. just simply hasn't ha- happened yet
1: yeah and there have been rumors um the past couple of days i mean it's been rumored for shit the past couple of months now that he's getting his new contract i think he will get a new contract i think he will be extended till 2024 2025 ish um so like it was just a tough race for him, frankly. Um, I thought he's done, you know, pretty well the first two races. I thought he, you know, he's had pace, he's been good. Obviously, they're driving the same car, so you want them to be uh, competitive with each other. Um, but he just had bad luck this weekend, and I think strategy played into to signs. Obviously, having a pretty pretty tough uh, DNF ultimately, which uh, which sucks for them,
0: but they still yeah it good sucks points. for points. It's always nice to have a driver one too. Yeah, yeah. But and, like, at, at the end of the champ- day, world championships.
1: Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, though, they're still ahead, right? And so it's just like you hope that it doesn't happen again and you kind of roll with it from here. So, um, again, Charles is in the lead in the uh, Drivers' Championship, 71 points, and they are also uh, winning the Constructors as of right now. Uh, I don't have the points written down currently, but I know that they are ahead by a pretty sizable margin on Mercedes, Um, but we can double check that after. Um, I want to get into next Red Bull because I think there's a bit more to talk about there um, than the Ferrari, ironically. Um, Sergio Perez has a great race coming in P2, um, finishing uh, just, I think, five seconds ahead of George Russell. Uh, They were fighting for positions for a lot of the race, uh, so it was good to see... Sergio come out with that. Um, and obviously he's pretty thrilled. I think Red Bull's pretty thrilled with
0: him. I and always jump wee- back to the interview uh, from Lewis Hamilton where he like shit talked Perez to be like, yeah, if you got Perez pushing you like that, you know, the car is fast. And it's like nah, he just sails by you on the straight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because that part where uh, I forget which lap it was on, but he was fighting with Russell and then he just kind of cruised by him. And you're just like, oh, that didn't look that hard. No. Um, so it was a little uh, a little funny for for that particular instance. Um, but you know, we talked a little bit last week about whether he retains the seat. The more that I see of him this year, the more I think that it's more more likely. Um, it was a great race, and obviously with uh, with Max DNFing, um, it, it was fantastic for him to be able to pull out that P two. Um, obviously, a couple factors playing in there t- as well. You know, uh, again, Verstappen DNFing, Carlos DNFing. Um, but at the end of the day, a good showing from, from Chaco. Um, the big story, obviously, though, is with Verstappen. Um, I believe it was lap 36, 37, something like that. Um, where he basically pulled off to the side and shut his engine off uh, and said that there was, he smelled something burning, I think, uh, was the quote, or he smelled something funny. Um, Ultimately, it came out to be another fuel issue, but a different fuel issue apparently than what they experienced in uh, in Bahrain. Um, what do you what do you think is going on here? I mean, obviously, we know there's a fuel leak, but Christian Horner said a couple of days ago uh, he was quoted as saying that we would rather have a fast car that's unreliable versus a slow car which is reliable. And I had to wonder, looking at Mercedes, whether that's the right strategy because Mercedes has been notoriously slow so far, but. They've Fast gotten enough. points and they're second. Yeah, they're second in the constructors and George Russell is second in the drivers' championship. So what's really the the lesser of two evils
0: here? It's pretty much just because both of their drivers finish have finished in the points every race. Yeah. You can't say that for any other team right now.
1: No. Which is shocking, yeah. by the way. Shocking. <laughs> it, is.
0: it is. Yeah. Um but in terms of like what Red Bull is doing. I guess those Red Bull powertrains just aren't as good as the Honda ones, you know?
1: See, I know that's sarcastic, the the but at the thing, same but... time, I, just, like, I don't understand because, it, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but last year, the Red Bull seemed to prioritize reliability. And they were fast, but they prioritized a reliable car,
0: right? There's a little bit of grain of salt to that because okay. the only upgrades you could um, give to your car last year had to be under the guise of reliability, not performance Uh, okay so the thing is is that they were making reliability upgrades but they were realistically performance upgrades it can be a reliability upgrade that enhances your performance as long as the upgrade is made to improve reliability
1: sure gotcha okay so a little bit more of a mixed bag than than it appears then all right yeah um yeah i don't know it's it it sucks from a, a fan perspective um Like, again, we said in the past, like, I'm obviously a McLaren fan, um, but I I want Red Bull to succeed and then watching the past three races and going, all right, what the hell is going on here? Um, It's a little frustrating watching, you know, arguably the best, if not one of the best drivers on the grid right now. DNFing two out of three races uh so far max is either one or dnf so uh not looking good on that front
0: yeah that really um, lines up with this quote of needing 45 races to catch up at this point if he just win lose win lose win <laughs> lose
1: yeah and it's an interesting quote like obviously he's you know he's not serious he doesn't obviously need 45 races but if he's going out and saying that it feels like the car is not reliable and he's he's putting this out to the public um Obviously, that's a bit of an issue. And I mean, Red Bull's got to pull their shit together. And who is it? I, I think one of our friends have made fun of him for switching his number. Um, I heard. Um, I can't remember who it was now. But as soon as he switches his number, now he's not, not finishing races. So I thought that was a little <laughs> funny. Um, well, yeah,
0: now now it's just how many races he's finished this year.
1: One. <laughs> yeah, not 33. Um, so yeah, tough weekend, I think, overall for Red Bull. But I mean, you take that second place. You take those 18 points. Uh, Good on Chaco, who's been showing great, and uh, we obviously love to see that. Um, So I think segueing from the Red Bull, we we talked about the Mercedes a little bit. Uh, I thought this was a great race for Mercedes. Uh, They seemed to struggle a bit more in the first two. And obviously this is a little bit more happenstance that they were able to get these positions, but they did fight hard. Um, And obviously sneakily, Russell, sorry, finished higher than Lewis with a third place finish. Uh, Lewis Hamilton coming fourth. And Mercedes are now second in the constructors and Georgia second in the driver's standing now with 37 points. Steve, what are your thoughts about mercedes this weekend
0: my thoughts about mercedes tie into this story from when i was watching the race i was watching it with adam and he asked me why i hate hamilton now mm. and i said it's simply because he's losing when that guy wins he's humble he's nice he's a good guy yep. but when he loses he's just insufferable he is just are there a even sore points loser for that? yeah and it and it sucks to, i just hate hearing him Oh, actually, I love hearing him whine now because I just don't like him. (laughs) And as I'm explaining to this is just about when George gets his extremely lucky pit stop right before the safety car and basically maintains his position for free under fresh tires. And then it's as Mercedes engineers are explaining to Lewis what happens. And he's like, so I've just lost positions then. And they're like, yep, A a firm. George is still in third. And he's like, oh, you know, like scoffing it off, right? You know, like it, it like it's yep. somebody else's fault that a safety car happened and George just got lucky. Like Mercedes yep. should have known that there was going to be a safety car and Pitt Lewis instead. They should have just
1: been psychic about it. They should have, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then I was telling him, I was like, I was like now watch. He's going to use this situation – to attribute any failings towards the race by the end you wait and then by the end of the race when he's a couple seconds behind george on the last couple laps you guys really put me in a really difficult position (laughs) (laughs) they didn't do anything and i know that there was apparently some uh team orders telling them to uh hold position yeah (laughs) yeah and shut up essentially and it's like Yeah. Jesus Christ, man.
1: But that's, what's so frustrating about it, right? Like it's, and I say to everybody when, when I talk about F1, like whether it's my friends or just, you know, people that I'm chatting to about it. Like, I think the thing that I really like about the sport is that you do have the ability to have someone like Lewis Hamilton who comes into the sport in a new era and just dominates. I think it's great. I think it's awesome, but there gets to a point where I'm sick of it. And like, I haven't been a fan of the sport for, you know, the decade that he's been doing this. So I can't really say it as much as other people, but when you have someone that's won that much, you respect them. But if if they don't complain, you know, if they just like, oh, bad race, you know, is what it is. And they just kind of take their they take their hits and they keep going. That's yeah. fine. But as soon as like as the minute that you're not first or second, you're, you're whining. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. just just be quiet. Like and Max is guilty of it, too. I'm not going to say that, that Max isn't guilty of it, but he's Max isn't guilty the same way that Lewis is.
0: Max is funny. I find Max like entertaining about it. Like 100%. when he got when he got the uh, fifty thousand dollar fine for touching the Mercedes, he's like, "Oh, cheers! I hope they have a nice dinner." You know, like <laughs> yeah. like he, he he's yeah. charismatic about it.
1: I know. I know. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, and I think it's a little frustrating, and that's what makes him insufferable to to watch, because you can predict it, like you just said. You can literally sit there and go, I know that he's going to blame this on his team later in the race when he hasn't made up the position, and sure as shit, what happens, right? Yeah. So, um, but regardless, I think it was a good weekend for them. I think it was an improvement. Yeah, I think... Uh, who, who said it? I think it was Toto who said, you know, we're happy to walk away with what the improvements that we have. Um, whether they continue, I don't know who's to say, but I think they're on the upwards trend right now. I think you can clearly see that they've gotten better since the first race.
0: Yeah, I think um, most teams aren't betting on... They almost have to not bet on their own car, yeah. but they have to bet on Ferrari losing. Because at this point, if if status quo continues, the other teams can get as good as they want. They need not Ferrari, Ferrari yeah. to not yep. finish races yep. or to finish well under the points. They can't just like trade wins right now.
1: Right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Two weeks time. We'll see if uh, Mercedes can keep it up. I'm going to go out on a on a whim here and say that I don't think they keep it up. I think they end up falling back behind. Um, that's just me based on no information whatsoever. I'm just guessing. I'm in a very like Betty mood Betty mood. I don't know if is, Can I say that? Betty, like Betty White mood betting. I don't fucking know. Anyway, I don't know where my brain's at right now. Um, we're going to move on to another Mercedes engine team who had a fantastic race um i think my words were they looked like not total shit in italics so i think that's good right um uh p5 for lando p6 for danny on his home race i think when that's I one of his best times, finishes
0: right yeah when i pulled out the timesheet for uh fp2 i think it was and lando was was first with a competitive time i like i didn't think that you just gotta slap yourself <laughs> yeah it said like it said like no time has gone by so i was like that must have just been like one lap. Yeah, they must have just got out there, and uh, I'm like, "No way, it's done." What the uh, fuck did they do?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, what I, I don't know. That's my question for you. What did they do? I don't I, I, I don't. I don't know where this came from.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. They've changed. Like because I didn't so, expect for I didn't expect this out of them, so I didn't like look into them, dude. Everybody wrote off their season. Yeah, literally. Let except Daniel Ricardo, not surprised that they're going to win. Now all be doesn't coming. look so hopelessly optimistic.
1: Yeah. So I, I remember we were talking about that last week too, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, and you're like, ah, it's not realistic. Let's see. But they've shown that they can compete. Um, according to Andreas Seidel, uh, he said a couple of things. He said for sure it's the track layout which suits our car more with the current package that we are having. This more fluent track layout uh, similar to Jetta helps. Um, in terms of performance, they brought some small upgrades. Obviously they didn't say what those were, um, and that they started the season on the back foot. So, I mean, anything above what they were at is pretty much an upgrade at this point. Um, and he says that, um, they had a lot more to learn about the car because obviously they missed out on a lot of laps at Bahrain and the testing. Um, so they've had a chance to apply what they've learned basically and catch up. Um, you know, I I think it's a really good morale boost for the team, I think, especially for the drivers and and maybe not even so much Lando, but I think for for Daniel, I think, I, I'm saying I think a lot, but uh, he's he's kind of had a rough go of it. So any morale boost he could really use right now, right?
0: Yeah. I think in terms of Daniel's consistency is very poor. Yep. I think in terms of his race pace is very poor, Yep, which is unfortunate to say for a driver that I like so much. Everybody wants to see him get better, but I think it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you just don't have the car under you at the moment.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the car not being under someone, Jesus goddamn Christ, Aston Martin. So I I started off the show saying that I think that they should be removed from F1, and obviously I'm being a little bit ridiculous. (laughs) However... This was a shambolic performance. The fact that Lance Stroll even got 12th is shocking to me. There is yeah. absolutely no reason why he should have gotten that position. But I'm not I don't even want to talk about Lance yet because I think that Sebastian Vettel had probably the worst weekend of his F1 career and it wasn't particularly close, okay? This guy comes back from COVID to a team that has two or has had two races that have not been particularly successful like at all. They have not been good. Okay, FP3, Seb has an off, he goes into the wall, the team has to basically reconstruct the car, okay, fine, turn 11, lap 11, he goes off, okay, no big deal, it was just gravel, he's back in the race, but he's far behind, fine, lap 23, he goes over the curb, into the wall, and the car's done again,
0: <laughs> Aston the Martin engineers. I'm tired,
1: boss. <laughs> I'm tired, boss. And and that wasn't even, I think, the most ridiculous part. Because although he said that it can't get any worse, um, because at the end of FP1, he had a loss of power. Let me remind you. So we already talked about FP3. He had a loss of power in FP1, which prompted an engine change that made him miss FP2. And then he proceeded to crash basically three times. Um, on top of, on top of, and I just think this is the stupidest thing ever. The sanctioning body of the FIA announced that it has fined the German driver €5,000 Euros for entering the track without permission. I will recount <laughs> the incident as follows. Vettel recounted the incident in a press briefing, insisting a marshal allow him to take the scooter after he had crashed. The session was over, and I asked the marshals, is somebody coming? They said, yeah, yeah, as soon as the session is over. And the guy came with the scooter, and he said, you can jump on the back, Vettel said, according to motorsport.com. He said, can I drive it because er, because I prefer to drive it myself, Vettel added. And then he handed me the scooter, so I said, okay, and he said, off you go, and I went. And Smash (laughs) Vettel was fine for his scooter antics, and I, I just... I, I, I wanted to bring this up last episode maybe I talked about it a little bit I do not think that Seb gives a shit anymore I think he's done I think he's completely no, no, mentally that, that, over guy,
0: that guy is acting like he already retired three years ago <laughs> have and you he, seen he, just, like, he just shows he up again
1: hair? like he does not care to be there I don't think he I think he could have come back for the second race and he just didn't want to
0: I agree I think he I think he just didn't want to go to Jeddah. I think that's well, what it was can you dude can you
1: blame him he already no. doesn't agree, like, uh, again, on the human rights thing. Like, Seb has been a very, uh, very active advocate of of human rights initiatives and all these things. But I just think he's tired of this team. I think he realizes how much he screwed up. I but think it, in, terms
0: of, uh, in terms of, like, Sebastian Vettel as a person, everybody loves him. But if you're a team boss and that guy's a driver, I'm sure you hate that guy. <laughs>
1: sure. Why not? But it yeah. also doesn't help that your car is trash. No, no. <laughs> Dear God. And so like not even talking about Lance, but like Lance was a hazard. Uh he cool. forced Botas off the track um twice, I think. And then in qualifying, he caused Latifi to crash. It wasn't even Latifi's fault.
0: I, I just I, I I watched that happen and honestly I wouldn't put it all on Lance because like he was going he was going slow in the he's going slow, like they weren't on hot laps. And then they no. passed each other. And then all of a sudden Latifi decided, I'm going to go up here and just try to thread a needle that didn't need to be there. It was no. like, you just didn't need to do that. Yeah. But so sure, Lance wasn't looking at his mirrors. But in terms of the sense, nobody is on a push lap. Are you really expecting somebody to speed by you inside yeah, of a corner? I know.
1: I know. But it was still stupid. There was a breakdown of it. Um, I forget I, uh, who I watched like just before we we did the show, and um, they were saying how Latifi pulled off to the side because he thought that Lance was going for a push lap, and yeah. so Lance started going, but then Lance just was going slow, so Latifi said, "Okay, screw it, I just you know." I, I'll go past then I'll take the position back and then go for my hot lap. And so he went up the corner and then
0: Lance just cut in and didn't
1: give him any room to go, which I think is on both of them. But at the same time, I'm like, Lance, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just look in your mirrors,
0: man. Yeah. It's one of the, yeah. Lance never looks in his mirrors, but at the same time, Latifi shouldn't have just like parked his car right there either. No, I know it was stupid on all fronts. Um,
1: I don't know. Like, what just overall it was Lance and
0: Latifi. What did we really expect when those cars got close together?
1: The two biggest hazards outside of Yuki Sonoda. Um, (laughs) Hey, Yuki hasn't done anything this year yet. Yet. You give him time. Okay. Um, Quick overall thoughts on Aston. uh, Anything that I didn't mention? Nothing. Anything? No. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Not worth talking about until (laughs) they get points. Speaking of not worth talking about, um, not a bad race. Not a good race, I don't think. I think the expectations have been a lot higher for the Haas F1 team. Uh, They haven't really seemed up to form since the first race, uh, which is unfortunate. But P13 for Mick, which I think is his highest position, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's matching his highest. Or matching his highest, okay. And then P14 for Kevin. Uh, Kevin had an off. I think Kevin had two offs uh, during the race, so that cost him some positions. Yeah. Again, we we kind of expect higher from them, but I mean, compared to last year, this is still an upgrade, right? Like, I yeah, mean, the way gonna that they started this? off
0: the season, we couldn't expect it just to like hold on the whole time. No, no. other you know other teams are obviously just quicker at upgrading than Haas is, right? Um, Mick almost just demoing Yuki Tsunoda on, oh, the, uh, man. on the not the formation lap, but the safety car. Oh, was under it under the safety car? Holy cow, was this words out of it? Threads that was yeah. so close. Like when people, say, when people say, when people are like, oh, yeah, they're not athletes. Like, do you have that reaction time? No, I would have been
1: into the back of that car. Not, like, yeah, not even a not even a doubt about it.
0: Um, it was going to be investigated after the race, but I never heard anything from it.
1: Yeah, but he didn't do anything. So, like,
0: I mean, what it's, are you gonna investigate it's like for? you're not supposed to just do that on a safety car. <laughs> Slam on the brakes and park your car.
1: I know. But they've also been complaining that the the safety car has been extremely slow this year from what I'm hearing uh well yeah it's a Mercedes powered car yeah that's funny that's good I never (laughs) thought about that uh but like genuinely I mean they like it should be faster no like why are they going so slow
0: well I think it's they're going the same speed the problem is that because tire warm-up is so much harder this year Uh, that they're complaining that it's going too slow so it's still even harder to warm up those tires yeah that's a fair point too I didn't think about
1: that yeah I guess okay well Haas was not really a whole lot else uh I don't know, it just I expect better, but uh compared to last year they take
0: this, I think. So I'd love overall, to see Mick's first point, but yeah, I, I think
1: it'll happen. It'll happen. I'm looking forward to it. Um apparently there's an article I just read, by the way. Uh everybody loves him. Everybody just loves Mick. Kevin was saying, Of course he everybody said, loves it, Mick. It's such a shock that like he went into a team where everybody loves one of the drivers. Like, just apparently the nicest human being in the world. But regardless, uh, good on Mick. Um so have a couple more teams to go here. Alpine uh, generally pretty competitive but reliability appears to be an issue for them too. Steve what did you see?
0: Did not seem to be reliability issues that plagued them on this track they seem to do pretty good um, I picked up uh, Esteban Ocon for my fantasy team and it paid off yeah. so I was okay with that. I really didn't expect them to but pulling in some decent points I would say for the car that they put under them for how how it looked at the start of the year just yep. unreliable, but maybe they're figuring it out. Yeah. They're definitely competitive in the midfield, that's for sure.
1: Well, I mean, I put them dead last in my in my rankings for this year, so I think I might have been a little wrong there. Yeah. Uh, Esteban's had a good showing. I mean, uh, it's he's looked fine.
0: Um, Esteban had a good race. Alonso had a good race, but he did kind of get screwed around <clears throat> by the safety car. Yeah. Good stop strategies, too.
1: He was sitting P four P six for most of the race until I think the back like third of the. He just pit race. way too
0: late, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, and then obviously he comes what was it P seventeen? Yeah, P seventeen.
0: Yeah. Um, that's gonna sound we, pretty dumb once we get to Williams. Yeah, yeah he pit way do, too late. Just you just wait, just wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, pitting on like basically the last lap, ridiculous. <laughs> um, not to mention the people in the. Anyways, we'll get to that. Uh, we're not worried about that. Um, Alpine. Fine. Uh too bad about Alonzo, but they've been looking good. I think they're exceeding expectations in terms of their performance. They're just kind of getting a little bit unlucky right now, which uh yeah, it is what it is. Um there have been more rumors though about Piastri replacing Alonzo, which I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon because I think Alonzo's just never gonna retire. So I mean
0: I could see Alonzo do? doing another year, maybe two.
1: I don't think he does two. I think he does another
0: year. Yeah.
1: We'll see. Hey, if they put up good points this year, you know he's going to come back. He's way too oh, competitive yeah. to not. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get on them. Um, that's it for Alpine. I don't have anything else unless you got something.
0: No, I think no. the only reason Alonso is staying is because Vettel and Hamilton are still on the track.
1: It's out of spite. Uh, he just hates
0: those guys with a passion. Yeah.
1: He's like, <laughs> well, why not? Have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on to the next uh, A team, Alpha Romeo. Uh, P8 for Botas P11 for Joe um, Pretty good race I mean I, I don't really have many many Complaints I think my my Standout is that Botas has been Pretty consistent so far And that Joe has Had a pretty decent showing he's had a P12 P11 P10 um, In all of his races so far And That's pretty good
0: That is really good for a rookie I expect him to be Like Hot garbage, yeah. I expected this guy to be dog water.
1: The reincarnation of Nikita Mazepin,
0: literally. <laughs> but he's not. No, you know, is the does he just have a good car under him? Mm. Probably it helps. Yeah, he's, he's they've got a decent car. No, I think it's not they don't have the best car, but I think they have a really stable car out there.
1: Yeah, and which that's, is exactly
0: what a rookie rookie. But needs.
1: that seems to be the thing that is winning right now, or at least the the most successful is just having something
0: reliable and stable. Exactly, like and Botas I, losing his uh, Q3 streak is pretty rough. He was like, what, like 103, 103 times in a row that he got into Q3? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh So that, that was pretty rough to see him lose that. You blame that on happens. Yeah. I want to see the exact number. Yeah,
1: yeah, look it up. Yeah, I mean, the the thing coming out of last year, too, is that, you know, Botas going to a new team, you know, was he just a number two driver? Is he actually that good, or was it just the car? No, it seems like he's got the chops. 103
0: consecutive appearances.
1: 103, eh? Yeah. Shit.
0: Well, that's pretty Pretty. It sad. was since he joined Mercedes. He was in q yeah, every, yeah, every yeah. single time.
1: So, I mean, like adding on to my point, right? Like it's, is he just to uh, have a good car? Is that why he was doing so well? But no, I mean, with a, probably an arguably worse car, he's still putting up good points, good positions, and and fighting for it. So, I mean, you got to respect that. And it goes to show his uh, his merits as a driver, right? So, um, I've been liking that from him this season so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything more on alpha Romeo. Like I said, I thought it was fine. Um, alpha Tari. I have one word that describes my thoughts on alpha Tari right now. And that is meh. I, uh,
0: I concur with the meh.
1: Pierre Grasley has done better and he was pretty consistent in his like P seven to like P four. Last year he seemed to always kind of find his way into those sort of positions.
0: Yeah. And he was so good in qualifying last year. Yeah. And this year he's just not doing it. I don't know what the deal is.
1: No, and he comes in with a P nine and then a P fifteen for Yuki. I expect better. Um I don't know. What what are your thoughts on the team? I, I
0: just I expect better for Gasly. I don't expect better for Yuki. I obviously expect better I expect Yuki to be like I expect a Yuki to be like doing P eight, P9, P 9 10 and yeah, then Gasly yeah. to be doing like five, six, seventh.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I guess just...
0: the problem is, is that they don't get their upgrades until until Red Bull gets their upgrades realistically. Right. So even though right. the teams operate separately, you know, majority development is going to them first because they share so many things now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The the yeah. the negative of being a sister team.
1: Right. So they should be doing better. And I think I placed them higher this year. I thought they'd be like uh, a fourth, fighting for fourth, like best of the rest and third and all that.
0: I did really think Alphitore was going to be best of the rest. Not this year,
1: at least not so far. Um, we'll see what happens, though.
0: Hey, little fun fact. Alphatori T- Toro Rosso, yeah. won a race before Red Bull did.
1: No way. Really?
0: Yeah. Who? Sebastian Vettel. Really?
1: Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: He won the first race for Toro Rosso at Monza.
1: That's crazy. When was that? 2007? Pfft,
0: 7, 8, or 9. Wow. One of those races.
1: Hey, good for him. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hey, that's good knowledge there, Steve. Good job. <laughs> uh, our last team that we have to talk about is the Williams. Um, a big point for Alex Albono coming in P10. Um, good for him. I mean uh, there's not really much else to say They started on the hard tire and let itself uh, Work in throughout the race I think even Pirelli was shocked They put out like an infographic that they're like Wow we can't believe this worked for the first time In like 12 years
0: Yeah they only um, predicted 40 laps out of the hard Oh
1: really? Yeah And what did he get? Was it 57? 57 <laughs> No way yeah. Did Did he actually pin on his last lap? So walk me through this because I, did, I didn't see the full
0: race So walk me through this Okay, I'll walk you through their tire strategy. Okay, great. I'm excited. Start on hards. Okay. That's it.
1: Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so they, get, they obviously have their of mandatory the pit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so so they got they got to the end of the race and then they realized Latifi hasn't bended into the wall yet. We better pit him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I think if,
0: if if they pit Albon on the safety car, yep. I think he could have done like an eighth or ninth. Really? yeah
1: that would have been unreal can you imagine russell in shambles yeah oh god
0: but still i i thought he wouldn't have came home with that uh 10th place
1: no no god no um like i mean and again good on him we know he has the chops to drive right like we saw in his stint with red bull that he can drive he has the ability to drive it's just a matter of his consistency
0: yeah he's just and- not consistently good
1: yeah, and so he needs to be this season, and I, I know the Williams is not exactly a competitive car, but like he needs to do well. The this bar year, is a
0: lot lower so. for him to succeed. Though, yeah, at Williams.
1: Yeah. yeah, but it's also now how All you got to do is just, just out qualify
0: and out qualify and out race your teammate, which you know it's, it's pretty Nicholas simple at this TV. point. It's not that hard. No, uh, it's pretty simple at this point.
1: Yeah, Uh the TV finishing P sixteen. Uh thanks for showing up. I guess. Yeah. So. It's great. Um overall thoughts on the weekend. What do you what do you think? Uh good race, bad race. How did you like being up at one AM? I did not
0: like being up at one AM. It wasn't a particularly interesting race. You know, Albert Park is not known for its on track overtakes, so you know that is really annoying. Yeah. But- and it- yeah. We had El Bono get some points. Aston Martin Bennett as usual. So that was funny to Woo. watch. McLaren doing good. So that was nice to see Danny get some points at his home race. Yep. Seeing the Red Bull go up in flames, that kind of sucks. But a Perez podium I'm always happy for. Yep. Definitely happy that George finished above Lewis. That was nice to see. Yep. Nice to see that Ferrari was winning by a lump sum.
1: Yeah, it's the not, Ferrari still porpoises like- too. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. They just don't
0: lose performance from it. I don't know. Maybe it's they just have like the thickest floor. <laughs> and that's why. So it just doesn't matter that they porpoise. just They're just like, whatever.
1: Just on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah might as well be.
0: Everyone else um, was like, oh, we need to make the ride height higher. And then Ferrari was like, no, let's make it lower. That way you can't balance as much.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's big brain. Uh, galaxy brain thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, let's do something fun after this. I didn't think about this. If you had to give this race a rating from 1 to 10, how would you rate this race? And we're going to we're going to go in terms of entertainment value and how much uh, enjoyment did you get out of other people sucking? That's my two my two uh, components to make you rate a race.
0: Okay, enter- entertainment value? Yeah. 5 out of 10. Okay. Other people's misfortune? 7 out of 10.
1: Okay, so a solid 6 out of 10 then. Yeah. Okay. I can you? I can go with that yeah 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 well I mean I I didn't watch the race in real time I just watched the highlights so yeah, look uh, at this guy
0: starts a Formula One podcast doesn't watch it
1: I know I would say six point one just to one up you um, just a point one up me yeah point one up you and uh, that one will represent Albon's one point nice. so I think that's that's good it'll um, also represent
0: how many races Max Verstappen has finished
1: it hurts when you say it like that. You know, It attacks me um, Three things real quick uh, Three pieces of news which I think are interesting A Russian carter uh, lost his Racing license over a alleged Nazi salute did you see this I did <laughs> he clearly knows what he's Doing and I, I, I Just like why man like You just what's the point of doing That
0: why would I you think it was like, uh, he was like waving to somebody. That's, that's what he said. He's like, oh, yeah, he's just waving he to this guy over there. He was not.
1: And it's it like, was a full on uh, like, like, oh, God, it was awful. It was so bad, Steve. Why? Just why would you just like put your hand up and wave like a normal person? See this? See that? That's a wave. Uh, you don't fucking go. Anyways, stupid. Anyways, he's been suspended from the team and kicked out, I think. So see ya. Dummy. Um, the Max thing we already touched on the I need 45 races to have a chance. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. It's just a funny interview. Um, and then I, so when I read this title originally, I didn't think it said what it said. So I'm going to say it and I'm going to tell you what I thought it said. Formula One superstar Sergio Chaco Perez signs with WME, U.S. Talent, Talent Agency. I thought it said WWE and I thought we were getting some Chaco dropping elbows from the top rope. And I was really excited.
0: <laughs> so, yeah
1: That's all I don't know Chaco
0: Mysterio <laughs> Joining the grid <laughs> The
1: Mexican minister of defense Dropping the elbows um,
0: Yeah That's that's all I got for news Nothing else really really too exciting um, Yeah it sucks for that karting driver To single handedly ruin his career Pun intended Hey that was really good
1: I didn't know what you were doing there Thanks for pointing it out <laughs> that's, good. Yeah, that's good Um yeah uh, do you have anything else to add steve i I think we kind of covered everything i want to talk about um we obviously don't have a race next week um we have two weeks time and we are racing in imola
0: i hate that track
1: i know you do but it'll be fun it's a nice track
0: to watch but i hate driving it
1: yeah but two weeks time so we'll be watching that race i will be able to watch this one thank god i'm very excited um we're going to do an episode next week, obviously, but quick predictions, Stephen, on what you think is going to happen at Imola.
0: Five cars DNFing. That's just every race so far this season. Shit, you're right. Yeah, I know. It's- I'm betting on a winning streak, you know? You think so? Yeah, five okay. cars DNFing. You know, okay. if it happens okay. every other race, why is it not going to do it this time, too?
1: Do you think Charles takes it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have. So I placed a bet. I want to tell you about this. So I give myself like 10 bucks a month to just put into like random bets. Usually it's on the Leafs in F1. Okay. My F1 bets have given me. I don't think the Leafs are going to do that well in F1. No. Okay. Not the Leafs in F1. The Leafs and F1. (laughs) Nice try. Um, So I have placed a bet on Charles winning every race, but I've also placed one on Max winning the race that he won. Okay, so I've gotten money back from all the F1 races so far. I placed a bet that George Russell would win Imola
0: That's bold.
1: And the return I placed $2 down. I believe the return was $65. That's bold. I'm looking but I also placed a bet on Charles anyways, just to get my return back. But yeah. I'm uh if it works out, I'm gonna be a happy man. I'll be buying lots of uh lots of Dairy Queen. That's you would need line. to
0: see you would need to see the Ferraris drop the ball or DNF and yes. the Red Bulls do the same thing. Correct. To, to, for, currently, you would need to see four cars bin it for the Mercedes to have a chance at winning the race.
1: Steven, the betting odds are in favor of Red Bull somehow DNFing. Like you have to understand what that do you like mean right somehow now?
0: DNFing. They've done it 66% of the time.
1: Right. That's what I mean. So you can look at the race and go, Oh, yeah, they'll probably DNF. I can bet against them. They weren't, they're weren't. they not going to
0: win. That's So you fair. pick another team. So your odds increase. I think it'll be a good track for the Red Bulls.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think they're going to do really well if they can keep the car on the fucking track.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be another like a one, two, three, four Red Bull Ferrari Red Bull or sorry, Ferrari Red Bull Ferrari Red Bull.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. I hope Russell wins because I want the money, but I don't want Mercedes to win, you know? So it's like a. It's toss up. It's like when I bet against the Leafs, it's like I want the bet to come true but I kind of want the Leafs to win too so it's a little, I bet against them a lot. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a bad fan. Um, (laughs) All right, that's pretty much everything we got for this week. Steven, anything to add? I remember I asked you earlier and then I just completely didn't give you time to respond. So
0: Perfect. If you wanted to uh, know why I'm on this podcast, if you look at the global rankings for F1 Fantasy... (laughs) Your boy here is number 66 out of 1.38 million, and you don't you don't get there by not knowing what you're doing.
1: It's golf claps all around. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, golf claps all around. I did it.
1: Yeah, I was actually pretty impressed. I didn't believe you when you showed me, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh shit. No, you had to manually yeah, I like, look it up and find me. <laughs> uh, I would like to plead oopsie daisies on that one. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you bet on
0: McLaren, you're an idiot
1: yeah i know uh, maybe not now maybe not now maybe you have a chance uh we are going to do an episode next week i don't know what we're going to talk about we're going to hopefully have a shitstorm breakout in the f1 media which doesn't take a lot frankly so um we'll see what happens if not we'll just talk about our favorite cars and wreckfest or something i don't know it's- we'll
0: just go full will buxton and we'll blow everything out of proportion and make it sound really mysterious why are Latifi and Albon such big rivals now?
1: <laughs> and then just make it a whole fucking 40-minute episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will talk to you sometime next week. Until then, have a fantastic morning, day, evening, whatever it is, whenever you listen to this. And we'll talk to you soon.